Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night. That's right, you're listening to Arch. No more Rory. That's right. <laughs> I took back over. I was like, no more hour-long shows. What's going on, Phil? Yeah, we should wrap this thing up about a half hour sooner than we did last week. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. It's always fun coming on the show after an eight and a half unit banger card in trucks. That's so uh, fuck yeah. Good job, man. Steve Steve. Tradamus, Steve Tradamus. I got to smooth that out just a little bit, but that's your new name. Yeah, to be honest, um, I just realized that uh, when uh, you hit, hit the live button there, I was so consumed by my Formula One spreadsheet that I didn't even notice you changed my name. So, <laughs> I think it suits you, though, right? Right? You're looking into the sure, man. looking at the cards. You're reading the tea leaves. You're looking in the crystal ball. You're talking to the dark spirits. And how many units did you pull out tonight, Steve? Uh, I believe it was uh, was it. Almost nine for the day. It's a uh, nine point two nine for oh. the day. Nine point two nine. Really, really good day to go along with the twenty three and a half last week. So that brings our yearly total. Uh, we're up just over sixty eight units. Whoa! So, yeah, we had a uh, a point early in the year when the data was all fresh and we didn't have a lot of it. We were down, I think, thirty eight units. So we're on about a one hundred and eight unit swing from the trough. So. Oh. Things are cooking. That is amazing. And you know, to harken back to what Steve just said, almost nine, that took me back to when I was in my dating, in my dating life. That's, I said that numerous times. At, at, what was that, like third grade? <laughs> yeah, that's what I told my teacher. You dog. Oh, yeah. You dog. Oh, boy, howdy. Fantastic. So we're riding high. We are. We are. Things are, things are cooking, man. And, um, you know, if you're not in the book club, if you don't follow us on Twitter, that's okay for now. We still have a, a couple races this weekend, but man, you definitely want to hop in the, the the book club. It's 25 bucks a month. You get all these plays early. I mean, we sent them out, I think, what, Tuesday morning? Yes. Steve, you know, like openers, we hit them. We, we punish DraftKings at the open and then they close and then they come back. So, I mean, this is, this is how you make money. You got to be early to the party. Get in. It's twenty five a month. It will pay for itself. I promise. That's right, Steve. Yeah, I mean, um, to add on to the trucks uh, series race tonight, uh, we had some insurance. Even if uh, John Hunter there um, didn't quite close the gap on Josefar, we had Josefar as well as at fifteen to one. So that was like the most sweat free race I think I've ever watched because we had pretty much a guaranteed winner in the last stage. So that was, that was fun to watch because 
it was close. It was really close. It came down to two laps to go. And um, yeah, that was really enjoyable. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was nice to have uh, like the lead driver on each um, pit strategy. So we had the one guy that was running long, and then we had the other guy that, that pitted for tires, and we had the, the uh, you know, we had outs both ways. It was awesome. Awesome. So <laughs> guaranteed money in the bank. So let's find some more of it. We've got Xfinity oh, yeah. tomorrow. We've got F1 qualifying tomorrow. And then we've got Cup on Sunday. And isn't there isn't there a um, is there an IndyCar race, Steve, or is that done? Yeah, it's a big one. We got the yeah. season finale yeah. Sunday for IndyCar. And I'm, you know why I'm so excited about that? I don't. Less workload for me. Why is that? <laughs> oh, after uh, they're done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. less thing to focus on for sure. So, what do you for take sure. like two days off and then get ready for next season? <laughs> That's how yeah. it works in NASCAR for sure. <laughs> It's so, not quite as bad as golf. I mean, golf is taking two weeks off and they're back at it next week. Yeah. So, yeah, man, let's talk about this Xfinity race, Steve. Um, what do you like? I know we haven't hit any winter markets yet. That, that's one thing we haven't done. Have you changed your mind after watching qualifying today? Uh, I mean, it just depends on what kind of lines we're getting here. My my initial reaction is no, but I don't mind looking at a lean here. I mean, we like leans. We'll play leans. Yes. Yeah, I mean, nothing official yet. I'm just looking real quick. And I'm see Josh Berry, nine to one. Um, looked pretty speedy today. J- JRM car looks fat. You know, they've been fast and intermediates this season. Um, I, long run pace looks good on Josh Berry. Uh, we've seen Josh Berry be up front a lot in these races and tends to have some things go wrong, but if nothing goes wrong, I can see him definitely pull out a win here at Kansas. For sure. Um, I liked, I liked uh, Justin Allgaier at, at the Open, and it was 4-1 to because just, you know, both of our metrics that we use loved Allgaier. I mean, he's just been, been lights out in this kind of situation. Um, but then you know we decided we would wait because he always trims out for for the race and not so much for qualifying doesn't qualify so well so we were like yeah we could probably get a better price and here he is now eight to one um on the board so looks like we've doubled our value can you can you see a sprinkle on allgaier or is that just out the window based off of a bad practice and uh bad qualifying i don't think he's ever out the window i mean we've seen him struggle as you know, just just as bad uh, previously in the season, and he just comes out on race day and kind of just proves everybody wrong. And um, I can see that happening again this weekend. I'm looking even today. I'm looking. I'm what I like to do is kind of just I, I like to pick a certain lap in in the lap data and just kind of see where a guy is at. And um, all guys even. Allgaier's tenth bat tenth best lap is right behind Ty Gibbs by only a tenth. So he's not completely off. He's just he's definitely unloading slow. But I mean, these runs should be pretty long. I mean, lap ten's not all that you know that that far of a stretch. Yeah, it's not deep. So cool. I, I can see him getting better on race day, of course. So well, then I'm doing it. I'm betting Allgaier <laughs> eight to one. I'm doing it. He was looking for a reason. He just needed a, just a crack to squeeze in. 
I needed some confirmation bias, so I just needed Steve to be like, yeah, I, I can maybe kind of see that happening. Done. Sign me up. I'm in. Oh, that takes you back to your dating life now. <laughs> doesn't, I know it doesn't take much to uh, talk Phil uh, you know, off the ledge. So, Action junkie. That's right. Phil gets talked off quick. God, <laughs> you guys. You guys are, are terrible tonight. All right. So I, I heard you mention Ty Gibbs. We, uh, we like him in the top three market. Um, yeah, book we club had members. Yeah, I was gonna say book club members got him at, at even money. Uh, do you still like it? It's minus one fifty now. I mean, I I don't th- I don't think I like it at minus one fifty. Um, Ty Gibbs really quick out of the gate. Uh, we, we saw that was really good tonight with John Harnemichek, though. I mean, uh, John Hunter launched and he got the clean air. Clean air is really important. Uh, kind of uh, running the top for the most part. You, Cars are pretty loose. Uh, Xfinity cars, as you know, are very, pretty difficult to drive. So, imagining going to be running up by the wall. So, um, yeah, I mean, track position is going to be going to matter quite a bit. And Ty Gibbs does have it. I try to see if we get something better than that, though. I don't, I don't know if my one fifty is going to do it for me. But I like the fact that we got in, you know, early. So, bingo, bingo. Um, all right, so moving down the card, there was a couple top fives. Uh, I wrote an article on Sammy Mayer, uh, plus 150. Looks like that has gone the other way. It looks like that is available at two to one. So um, do you still like Mayer after what we saw today? I do still like Sam Mayer. I'm, t- I'm, I'm going to ride, I'm still going to ride the Mayer train here a little bit. He's around, he's still inside the top 10 when it comes to lap data. Um, he is pretty pretty quick um, off off the line. Um, pretty good amongst the JRM cars. Uh, he ranks close to where Brandon Jones is, um, Sammy Smith, uh, Hurst, Hemrick. I will say this: I'm impressed with the college cars a little bit more than I have been in the past few races. But we've also we've seen colleague be good in practice and then not have that translate to the race so i wouldn't look too far into that kind of it's, it's kind of the same song different verse here i think i think grm struggled a little bit in practice i think they're gonna get it back together figure things out overnight and uh, come back quick so yeah mayor i mean same we saw carson so far today he was 25 to 1 and we got him at 15 to 1 he came out uh he almost won the race so I don't see a problem with continuing on and taking Sam Mayer at this point. Cool. All right. Well, then I, I like it. Um, I think the angle was that, you know, he got out of the gate slow. And then, you know, in the middle of the year, he had went seven top fives out of eight races on these like cookie cutter traditional tracks. And then we got into a stretch of the season where it was like three road courses, super speedway, flat tracks nothing that translated to that mile and a half success that he had earlier in the year. So this is a track that is, you know, that more traditional cookie cutter mile and a half. So it's right back in his wheelhouse. So that's why we liked, why we liked uh mayor and also JRM. They, they were, have been mm-hmm. strong uh, in that part of the season. So I still like mayor. Uh, I bet it twice. I bet it at one fifty <laughs> and then at one eighty. So I'm done. I, I'm not going to cost average up anymore. I, I, I'm just going to take my my tickets and, and hope it cashes. So uh, going further down the card, a Speedway Steve favorite on the top five here, Sammy Smith in the 18, uh, plus 180. 
You want to talk about Sammy? That's your guy. Is my guy? Yeah, he cashed that long shot ticket, that twelve to one top five or whatever it was. Oh yeah, yeah, at the road course. Yeah, yeah. there's so many races that things just kind of go. We, we win so much that yeah. things just. Kind of... <laughs> Sometimes you just forget about your twelve to one winners, you know. Yeah, man, it happens. I'm <laughs> sorry to say it, but yeah. Anyway, let's get yeah, Sammy Smith for sure. Um, if you go a little bit into uh, the data, a little bit deeper into, into the lap runs, I mean, you kind you kind of see JRM start to shine. But I mean, Sammy Smith, I I believe it was was a Pocono. I, I know it was another intermediate track that Samuel Smith was pretty good at. I mean, talking about a younger driver, doesn't really know too much about the tracks yet uh, as far as the Xfinity Series goes or the car itself. But I would imagine this is a guy that's going to get better as the race goes on. I think that's kind of been his motto this year. He's kind of a, kind of a situation where he just likes to learn the track, um, Practice time is limited, so should it get better as the race goes on. Uh, he's in the Gibbs equipment. Uh, Toyota is really fast. Uh, we saw that with uh, Truck Series tonight. We saw that um, with Brandon Jones, his teammate. Really good car. Uh, so I, I'd imagine that, that kind of trickles down a little bit there. It's obviously Ty Gibbs as well, very quick. So Sammy Merritt should be right up there with him, and at least in the top five, I would say. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. And then uh, wrapping it up, uh, we had Sheldon Creed over Daniel Hemrick. Not available on DraftKings anymore. Um, Creed Creed unloaded like a rocket, qualified third. So really like that we're on the right side here, it seems. Um, is there a pivot? I, I, or are we just going to you know, tout that matchup and hope it repopulates somewhere? Well... You could take Sam Mayer over Hemrick at minus one thirty. There, um, that's not. I, I guess not, that's not the worst play in the world. You are exposing yourself to a little bit more to Sam Mayer, though. With the, if you do that, um, Sheldon Creed over Austin Hill. I'm not sure. I really like that all that much. To be honest. Um, yeah, teammates. Yeah, I mean, I think they're probably going to be really close in pace. So. I, I I don't know. I'm not seeing a whole lot. I mean, what is it? Sheldon Creed? Is that Creed? Um, no, the twelve to one. Yeah, they're both around that. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's a a, a dead prop, and that we're just we're, we're happy we got in on it early. Yeah, there's one other one I was looking at though. If if oh. anybody's interested, I, I did like. I like Josh Berry and Allgaier. I mean, I, I like what you're saying about Allgaier, and I, I agree with it. But you got Josh Berry uh, plus 100 over Allgaier. I think both these guys can finish really in the top five. I think this is a toss-up. You're getting plus 100 there. If Allgaier's problems continue, then we could see Josh Berry potentially win this. Do you think that you know if we're if we're thinking about betting Allgaier here at this eight to one number? And you like Barry, and it's even money between the two. And you think that you think that Barry's a top five card. Do you think it's just safer to play Barry top five minus one ten, and then that way uh, you still have a race script for everything to cash, or do you just like Barry a little bit more than Allgaier and don't mind it? Um, 
if we're playing the top five, I'd probably play Allgaier and probably not play Josh Berry because you're getting uh, Allgaier, you're getting a plus 800 from minus 110, and you're getting Josh Berry minus 110. So really, you're getting the better driver for you know the same price at minus 110, if you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. All right, so cool. if you, yeah, if you want to play the matchup, I would just play Barry. If you want to play the top five between those two, I'd play Allgaier. That's kind of my, my opinion on that. All right, well, I, I personally don't want any mixed emotions. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to play the Allgaier win. I'm going to play Barry top five, and I'm going to play Allgaier top five. I'm going to search for a better number, though, on, on Barry. Absolutely. Usually, that's, my, that's my play. <laughs> that's also i was gonna say the same thing um if you're not sure just wait and see if you can get something better in the morning um like from mgm or bet rivers usually they come out with you know shoppable numbers so wait and see what the best number you can get on that top five is and then i would say you can probably play the match i would play the matchup right now and then wait on the top fives that's my personal opinion there so is that a, is that a speedway play? We're taking Barry over Algar. <laughs> I'll call it a lean. I may go right. any, right. you know the card later, but I'll try and sleep good. You know, knowing <laughs> it's just a lean. I, I don't want that to be a play, but if it's a play, I'll. Damn it, I'm in. So the, you got you got to get in, you know, to the book club and find out if it's going to be a play or not. You know, there it is. Whoa, <laughs> who's this salesman? <laughs> Jeez, I feel like he's peddling phone books, you know, door to door. Can you imagine? Oh, Are by the way, that? Boise scored a touchdown, and then New Mexico did a kick return for a touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it on okay. one of the, the TV. This series. is why you should just bet fucking NASCAR and not football. Jesus Christ! Golly, praying for a praying for a a, a split here. We're, we're praying but for the- a backdoor cover with a, a favorite. <laughs> Well, <laughs> the bad news is there's a lot more games tomorrow. Oh yeah, <laughs> that feels like good news. But all right, cool. So let's. Uh, I, I don't have anything else for for Xfinity. Do you? No, I don't either. Um, right, I may have some offshore stuff pop up overnight, and then we'll go from there. You cool. know. Well, do you, do you think we ought to pause for a commercial break, Arch? <laughs> commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, that sounds and, good. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and we're back. Cool. So uh, let's talk about this cup race. Um, man, first of all, I want to talk about how important it is to get on things early and get in the book club. Because uh, the Bubba Wallace, right? Wasn't that a cool ticket, Steve? Oh, man. Bubba Wallace, yeah. I mean, we, we had him uh, 
hundred to one on the on the rip. And um, no, no, remember they they opened Bubba opened twenty to one outright to win this race, but he opened at seventy to one to be the top Toyota. Oh, oh, right, that's right. No, yeah, I'm thinking the week before. Yeah, the yeah. top Toyota seventy to one. That was a clearly a broken line. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. You know, twenty to one to beat everybody, seventy to one to beat five other drivers. So <laughs> DK messed up there. So uh, that's just that's cool. I mean, that's cool about the openers. You can, if you know what you're looking for, then you know you can take advantage of crazy stuff like that. But all right, so who do you really like to win the race? Like my number one guy. Yeah. Um. Let me look at the current odds, and I will let you know. Um, it's probably going to be drum roll. Uh, somebody you like? It's probably gonna be Ross Chastain. Yes. Um, if we're talking about like, if you remove the odds, it's probably Kyle Busch for me. Okay. Um, I I I did not bet him by the way. Just to make that clear, like outright, but um. For betting purposes, it's probably Ross Chastain, twelve to one. Um, he's been one of the fastest cars on the intermediate tracks this year. Um, if you look at Darlington last week, you saw his teammate uh, Ross Chastain. He was running top five before he ran into some issues with the wall and some issues of speeding on pit road. I think those are uh, issues. Yes, yes. Never good to hit, get a get a stripe at Darlington. Uh, Ross Chastain had a mechanical problem, but he was running inside the top five before all that too. He came back from three laps down, and then again had a mechanical problem, I believe, that took him back down more laps. Um, so that's kind of the deal there. But I think twelve to one is pretty generous for Chastain. Um, that's kind of that. That's my guy for my number one guy. Um, William Byron's right behind him though. He was twenty to one. It looks like he's seventeen to one now. Dropped a little bit. Yeah. Um, Byron was really really quick during the daytime at Darlington last week. The the sunset and the car kind of got away from him. But the good news is this week there's no sunset. We're racing all day. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we also like Chastain in the top Chevy market for a half unit at five to one. So that that's good. Um, yeah, and then his teammate, right? Outright to win, Suarez? Yeah, 35 to one uh, there. As I already mentioned, he was uh, running top five before the issues. And he was, you know, comparable to Ross Chastain. He's been kind of... This has kind of has been one of his better track types, intermediate, low wear, et cetera. Um, locking, locking me in for Suarez there. And then uh, just to finish up the outright winners, you locked in a couple more after that. It looks like Alex Bowman, 35 to 1, and a little sprinkle shot on Noah Gregson, 500 to 1. Yeah, man. Uh, Alex Bowman, um, kind of going underlooked this weekend, it feels like to me. Um, we saw with William Byron last week, he, he was struggling for the whole second half of the season. And out of nowhere, he comes out and uh, he's, le- he's leading some of the race. So uh, these, these Hendrick cars are very good, very good cars, especially on this, this track type. They can come out and they can dominate a race um, out of nowhere. And I feel like that can happen with Alex Bowman. I believe he won at Vegas um, 
Was it Vegas this year? It was Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, Vegas, I mean, that's not a completely comparable track type, but it's similar. It's a mile and a half. It's, uh, I would say, low to medium tire wear. So, I mean, that lines up right where we, Kansas is. And um, this could be a place where that Bowman can kind of end this long stretch of how it's considered to be bad luck. So, and yeah. then Noah Gregson is just kind of a fun, long shot. I mean, long shot. I don't think 500 to one is too long. We've seen Noah run inside the top five, top 10, top five to a certain extent. And then this is a track where Noah can absolutely perform because they're going to be up by the wall. They're going to be, you know, rim riding potentially. Um, this is a place where Noah get get it done. Yeah, he he is, you know, up there with Tyler Reddick and being able to run the fence. Um, so when the conditions call for that, man, he is fun to watch. And he's going to be in a cup car next year. So these are the guys he's competing against. So I, I like it, man. I, I like anytime we can bet on on Gregson. Uh, so I'm in I for that. I can't believe nobody's talking about this because he's gotten better every time he's driven that race car. Agree? Don't you? Do you agree with that? Oh, it, without a doubt. Without a doubt, and the books haven't adjusted at all. Like, in fact, you know, this this line was probably a hundred to one, you know, a couple times that he was in that race car. So five hundred to one is like, just seems so dumb by the the bookmakers, like a bunch of lunkheads putting this thing together. <laughs> so you dropping like Charlie Brown insults on them. All right, man. You know, just it's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> family show. So I don't think Arch believes that one. He's a. Uh... He's, a, he's he's got a reaction to that. Nothing I <laughs> yeah. do, nothing I do is family approved. Right. <laughs> but also, you know, talk about boneheaded moves. They put up DraftKings and it's still up. I mean, it's still up minus 115 Alex Bowman over Ty Gibbs. So this is ridiculous to me. And you know, last week we were watching the race. I'm just to tell a little story. We were watching the race and you texted me Steve and you said remind me to play Bowman only on the high wear tracks. And I said, you got it, buddy. No problem. So then we, we get to this week and you text me, you're like Bowman over Ty Gibbs. I'm like, Hey man, you know, this is, this is a low wear track. And then you said that it's becoming a high wear track. And I was like, all right, man, I'll just, I'm with you, whatever, whatever you say, I'm, I'm with you. And then they said it on the broadcast tonight, you know, during the trucks. And I was like, Oh shit, Steve, Steve's ahead of those clowns. Or, Maybe they're subscribers. Who knows? But um, so this is a, a higher wear track. It's right in Bowman's wheelhouse. He won at Vegas, like he said. Uh, Ty Gibbs, in his seven starts, his green flag speed is second worst amongst the uh, current, you know, everyday drivers in the Cup Series. That is really, really bad. So Bowman in the Hendrick car, over that same seven race span hasn't been great. It's like 19.8. Uh, but that's way better than, than, than Gibbs, you know, a, a young guy still getting used to driving a different car. So this just feels like a layup. Is this like a hammer hammer spot or what? Yeah. I mean, I like this play quite a bit. Um, I don't understand. I mean, I think the angle the books are taking is that uh, this is this is not Darlington, right? This is a Kansas, you know, Kansas is a standard cookie cutter, like you said, mile and a half racetrack. So I believe the books think that 
equipment alone is going to carry Ty Gibbs into the promised land. And um, I don't think we truly believe in that quite yet. I think uh, he's still got some challenges to overcome with this particular race car. I mean, the car is not going to drive itself to the, you know, to where he wants to be. And Bowman just has so much more experience and the equipment is pretty equivalent, I believe. Um, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how this matchup goes. Yeah. It's like, prove it, prove it young man. Mm-hmm. You know, Bowman's Bowman's won quite a few races in the cup series. So I got to see it. You, Did you gonna... see Derek Krause tonight when he took new tires? Uh, he's a rocket ship. Yeah, he was absolutely flying. Yeah, so, like, we know Kansas. We know Kansas is starting to become at least middle of the road when it comes to tire wear. So with that, yeah, in mind, it, the the difference was almost a second and a lap, even when was, the, the the tires normalized. And and I was I was talking to you. I was like, man, after these the the tire uh, wear normalizes is is John Hunter going to have enough time to get there? And then it stayed a second a lap, just clicking it off. Second, a second, a second, a second. So tires matter. You are dead right about that. So I think, you know, all things equal, if they somehow end up on the same strategy, this is easy. This is Bowman all day long. So, all right. Yeah. Cool. What else do you like, dude? Um, I have Joe Logano, actually top 10 markets, um, pretty similar, but just going to fly through them because of that. I have, uh, yep. again, William Byron minus 110, Joey Logano minus 110, uh, Daniel Suarez plus 100 and Alex Bowman plus 100. Um, don't need to do, don't need to do a whole lot of more explaining on this. Um, feel like I'm just kind of riding the recent form. I'm riding guys that are still hanging around the playoffs. Logano was Logano surpassed my expectations last week a bit, but I think the number one pit stall helped a little bit. But even with that in mind, when he fell towards the middle of the field, he was still charging up to the field. I believe I remember him passing Ryan Blaney to try and win that, at least get a stage point. So we know uh, Logano's car was better. Um, Logano's got the form. He's got recent form right now. So I like him for a top 10. And I like him to beat Ryan Blaney in that head to head. I don't know where Ryan Blaney kind of is right now. Do you have a better idea of where he kind of is as far as uh, his playoff hopes go and his speed as overall? Because he's uh, lost to me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he he was really fast early on in the year. Um, what has happened since then? I have no idea. Um, pulling up his, he's still ten to one to win the championship. Three, four, five. He's still the sixth favorite, which is. Which is wild because I mean I feel like he's never relevant. Like you know we go to these tracks that he's had success on in the past and he's no good. And then you you I just I don't know what to expect from the guy. I really don't. Mm-hmm. They they find a way to screw things up every single week. And you know I, I thought that them changing the crew around would help. You know after he was so fast at Auto Club and gave away seven thousand positions on pit road that day. They just they just haven't been right this year, and I think I'm gonna have to have to burn these season props that I, that I have on Blaney. But uh, if he yeah. gets to Phoenix, though, he will have a chance at it. Well, sure, yeah, because then you only have to beat three guys. 
Oh, and he's also very good at Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I'm being smart, but <laughs> but for I, this weekend in particular, um, yeah, I hope that Logano can overcome his um his issues at Kansas. He was his driver rating was pretty bad at Kansas, but I don't know. I think things have got hopefully things have gotten better. We know Logano is very good um, when it matters. Um, can't really say the same about Blaney yet. Uh, he hasn't really shown me much when it comes to, uh, especially recently. I mean, Pocono, Michigan, Darlington, they were all struggles. So I, I don't see that really changing anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I, I guess Blaney's kind of just like a fade and that sucks. Cause I like rooting for the guy, but I like rooting for my wallet more. So <laughs> we'll just, we'll just fade that clown until he, until he turns it around. So, um, got a, a couple other things here. One of the the flashier matchups of the weekend: Kyle Larson against Chase Elliott, and we're on Larson. Yeah. Um, so b- believe it or not, Chase Elliott he's really struggling at these intermediate tracks. He sucks on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Larson is is you know you and I we use different data sets. Yeah, you know we just we just do. And because I'm not as smart as you to make my own. So I just kind of, you know, put things together. But in mine, Elliot was 21st ranked in this this series of tracks that are comparable. And Larson was number one. So you're getting two the two most recent Cup Series champions against each other at a, a pick them. And it's not even close in the data. So you could probably expand on why it's a better play, but. I was like, holy smokes, man. This isn't even close. Before I even talk about the raw speed, I want to talk about Chase Elliott's mindset right now because I feel like Chase Elliott is in like a like a on the plank, about to fall off the boat kind of a deal right now. Like he's just he's a, I feel like he's just trying to hang on to his playoff hopes because he, he had his, he had this huge cushion, you know, with the, the rate of season championship. And now he's only just over 10 points to the good. I feel like he's going to be trying to manage, micromanage the race. And you can't do that. You need to be you know, aggressive and feel confident in what you're doing. I, I don't feel like that team is confident in what they're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, it's strange because they, they just came off a really good stretch with the road courses and uh, some of the, the tracks that he's really good at. So uh, it's kind of strange. You'd think they were they'd be full of confidence heading in, but a couple setbacks, yeah, really, really seems to have damaged his psyche. So, but, yeah, man, I'm, I love I love Larson this week. This feels like a hammer spot. I agree. Larson has been really strong on intermediates this year. Good and good in the first Kansas. Um, we don't know how good it was going to be at Darlington last week. He had the engine problem, so I'm just going to throw that out the window. Um. Yeah, I mean, at, at anywhere you look, mile and a half, it, it's Kyle Larson. So, yeah, let's lock that in. Cool. Uh, a couple more I need you to explain to me like I'm five. Now, I already bet them, so, um, you know, I'm already locked in. But um, the Cindric over Briscoe matchup and then Chastain over Reddick. I know we like Chastain's number to win, but we talked about riding the fence and, you know, how Reddick is one of the best best to do it. So what uh what do you see on those two matchups? Um, I'm just looking at the data. Uh, Tyler Reddick 
wasn't all that strong at Kansas the first race. This is probably a situation where I need to bring up my my race notes from Kansas one. So while I do that, um, I guess I'll just talk about Ross Chastain a little bit more with his mile and a half program. Um, yeah, I mean I know he's I know you said he like running. I just kind of bring this up and bring the Kansas race up here, and then I'll get back to that. Um, All right. Um, talking about the um, Kyle Kyle Busch over Denny Hamlin matchup. Okay. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, I mean Kyle Busch. Um, I feel like we're we're finally at the point of the season where he's got his distractions behind him, and he's been the fastest, the fastest car this season on intermediate tracks. So we saw it last week he was leading at Darlington until the engine expired and the crowd went nuts, <laughs> but, uh, I feel like they're going to figure it out and then, then he's going to win and the crowd's going to go nuts again because he, he's, they're not going to be happy about it. Uh, I feel like that that's where we're at right now. Kyle knows where he's going. His mind is crystal clear at the playoffs and he's ready to rock my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. And also, I went nuts when his engine bro- blew up. Uh, felt really good because that that led our sixty to one right to the right to the front of the uh, the restart. I was like, "Holy smokes, we got a live sixty to one on the front row." That was so cool. All right, so I found some notes on the Reddit play. Um, to be honest, I'm not as I'm not as stoked about this matchup. So if you haven't bet it yet. Um, don't go like crazy on it. Um, what happened was Tyler Reddick uh, hit the wall. So that's why his, his rating is a little down there. But this is a situation where we've seen Reddick kind of, yeah, he shows a lot of pace, but he can also get in trouble. Um, so I, I guess I'm kind of just hoping that he kind of does a similar thing here and kind of just doesn't really think long term and kind of just you know the car where it shouldn't be uh we've seen that happen multiple times so i, I can see right i kind of get in trouble with that again unfortunately yeah do we need to get steve to clean up his wi-fi a little bit reset it yeah maybe? it's it's a little it's a little uh electronic yeah but yeah no I, I agree i mean when you're running up there uh there is the inherent risk of hitting the fence so um yeah i mean reddick does take a little uh it is a little riskier play. You're you're right about that. Um, so does it sound does, does it sound that bad? It's it's a little jumbled. It's a little jumbled. It went out last night. I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. Well, we'll just press on then. Yeah, and I don't so, know what much I can do. Unfortunately, and so we will. This is what so happens you, when you live in a compound in the middle of nowhere. You know, with guard dogs and sharks and stuff like that. <laughs> He is uh, he is near the the Mike Trout complex. <laughs> there is a sign on my door that says "Beware of dogs," so I'm not going to say you're wrong. Nice, pretty, pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Um, is there anything else in the Cup Series you want to talk about? You want to touch on? That just about covers it, I think, for me. Uh, do you have any Phil specials? No Phil specials. No <laughs> Phil specials at the moment. My Phil special was the Ferrari FP1 today. I that uh. That one felt good. So there you go. That was a yeah. Man. So do you have do you have any Formula One that you like, or is that that book club exclusive stuff? 
Oh boy, um, Formula One. I don't think I dived into Formula One all that deep, but we can talk about it a little bit if you want. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of storylines. Um, Max is like a minus 3,000 favorite. Just kidding. It's like minus 250 or something, right? Yeah, he kind of struggled in, in the first practice again today. Uh, he picked the pace up, I believe, in FP2. So there was a point where he was minus 165. I thought about hitting that. Uh, I didn't do it. Um, I regret yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, there's a... Go ahead. Yeah, because the same thing happened at Zandvoort last week. Um, he struggled in FP1. Well, he had the, the problem. Then FP2, he struggled. Then FP3, he turned it on. And then, you know, then he was the big favorite again. Same thing. Yeah. And there's there's a ton of grid penalties and a, a, a ton of folks Oof. going to the back, like Lewis Hamilton. I think uh, I think Perez is taking a penalty. A yeah. lot of mid, mid-track guys are taking penalties. Even Verstappen has a penalty, right? A five-grid position. So I fully expect him to be on the pole tomorrow, but then that'll drop him to, to sixth. But I, I also think that he could probably start the race in Zandvoort and still win this weekend in Italy. I, I don't think anybody can touch him. <laughs> That's funny, but also true. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I think that the five-grid uh, penalty gives us maybe a little bit of room to, to bet Max. I, I just I don't see... Ferrari, man, they stink. They're they they have fast cars, but their strategy is awful. It's like playing a, a four year old in checkers. Like you just know what they're gonna do. It's terrible. And they you know what they're gonna do because I have no idea what they're gonna do every, every well, they're, race. They're, they're gonna fuck up. That's what they do every week. I mean, yeah, like, like pit, but don't tell the but don't tell the crew they're coming. Like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So they have yeah, plan, I mean, you know, they have plan A and then they have plan F. So, I mean, I, I think the commentator said, and I, you know, I made the joke that they're going to run out of letters, you know, for their plans. Yeah, I texted that to you. And then the commentator <laughs> said the same thing. They're like, yeah, they're going to run out of letters if they have to keep changing plans. So this team is in a tailspin. So, man, I, I think the only bet you can make on the outright is max, whatever the number is. And, um, you maybe got to look for some value for maybe Hamilton coming through the field, maybe for Perez coming through. Um, Alpine has had some really good, Alpine, yeah. you know, straight, straight speed. So maybe a, like a double top 10 or a double, actually a double top 10 will probably be, that'd probably be a nice market. But is there anything else that intrigues you? I don't think so. I need to see there's so many things I need to see that before I start making more uh, race bets, I made the mistake of betting before all these announcements and grid penalties a couple weeks ago. And like half my car had grid penalties. I'm like, Oh, this is fun. I got a dead car before the race even starts. So <laughs> that's, that's true. So how about we got, we got a couple more minutes left. There was a, a thing that I played, you know, without, without your approval. Cause you were very busy at work this week. You were, you were unreachable for many hours at a time. I was not used to it. Did not like it. Um, but I bet over at bet three, six, five, I took Mercedes to finish ahead of Ferrari in the, the constructors championship at plus plus one fifty. What's your knee jerk reaction to that? I looked at that earlier this year and I just never got around to betting it, but I think it's probably the right side. You're going to continue to see Mercedes get better as the season goes on. 
probably going to see Ferrari start to continue to back it up a little bit. Um, it's, it's, honestly, I don't like know the schedule, but if if the schedule continues to have these tracks with like where you know the, the smaller types where the da- downforce matters more than raw horsepower, then I would definitely say it should favor Mercedes to an extent because that they've been struggling with um, porpoising, et cetera, et cetera. But cool. I, I do see Mercedes kind of. I, I I don't know what the gap is either in in points. Like 40, Forty points. Yeah. Uh, there was another one I bet, and this one's actually available. I tell you about it, and it wasn't up, but it's up now. Um, AlphaTauri to finish ahead of Haas. And that is plus one sixty two. In constructors. Correct. I think. And we have seen whatever momentum that Haas had in the beginning of the year completely evaporate. Whatever speed they had is gone, right? I mean, would you agree? I think so. We've seen Schumacher kind of put on a show once in a while, but then he kind of just blows it in the race. (laughs) Yeah, and like Magnussen, you know, DNFs a lot. He sure does. Even when he starts up front, he's... Gets some, makes some stupid mistake. He punctures the you know, broken, breaks the wing or whatever. Something he just does stupid, crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Alphatari is five points behind. Haas has thirty four. Alphatari has twenty nine. So I think Gasly can make that up all by himself. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think Sunoda is continuing to get better, right? Grow as a driver, as we see, as we saw in that in that practice data, he's definitely putting in the lap times this weekend. So, yeah, I mean that 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 too. I, I didn't even take that into consideration. So, plus one sixty two at at bet three six five. Are you? Is that a little like a mini stamp of approval? I mean, yes. I haven't like dug into this, so I. I up the you know a quick cert, a quick look at it, I would definitely say that would be the side I'd lean on. Awesome, because that's all I'm capable of is like quick <laughs> looks. So, but yeah, man, I mean that, that's all I really did without your permission today. All right, well, sounds good to me. All right, cool. Want to wrap it up? Yeah, we got um, IndyCar once again. IndyCar kind of final race of the season where we just kind of freewheel it and see what happens. <laughs> So we'll we'll have that out on Sunday or probably or you know probably Sunday. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a tight grid up top, so it really really should be a good race. Um, what do we got? We got Will Power in first, New Garden twenty behind, Dixon tied with New Garden, and um, I don't know how how feasible it is for Erickson to make up thirty nine points and McLaughlin <laughs> to make up forty one, but should Let's be a, see an awesome how- battle. Colton Herta does before he moves over to Formula One, right? Yeah, yeah. This this could be the swan song for for my guy, Colton Herta. He's he's that's he's my favorite driver. So, um, I'll be rooting for him next year in F one if he can get those points. Taking over Gazzy's seat, right? It's what it, what it seems like in silly season. So that would be really cool, but. Yeah, yeah, man. That's all. That's all I got this week. Oh man, it was so much fun talking to you guys. Next week, I'm taking another vacation, right? <laughs> Is yeah, there you, any special guests again this next week? Yeah, and it looks like we had to reschedule with uh, Mr. Tarnhart. So we'll uh, 
we'll try and try and lock him in next week uh, when his schedule uh, provides an opportunity. We, we would love to have that dude on here. He is a big personality. So um, hopefully we can make that happen. Uh, what are you guys balancing? What's that? But he's probably still taking notes from tonight's truck race, so we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Wow. Is he, <laughs> is, is he a bigger race nerd than you? He loves the part. <laughs> he does. He definitely does. I, I, I respect his image. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, the, the Garage guys, they're sponsored by Hooters. He has one of the most incredible mullets on the planet. Um, they have the best throwback T-shirts. I think they're sponsored by NASCAR in in some way, and they're oh. at almost every race. Uh, they're, they have pit passes. I mean, these guys are connected, and it'll be so cool to be able to pick their brain a little bit. So oh, that's awesome. I'm really excited, whether it's this week or next week or whenever it is that we have them on the show. Um, that should be an awesome, awesome show. All right. Looking forward to it. But for now, it was just so much fun hanging out with you guys, learning how we're going to make even more money this weekend. Jeez, we're like printing it right now. You really are. Phil, yeah. good talking to you. I'll see you in the morning. Steve, I'm tired. Let's, right. let's get out of here. That's all right. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.